Welcome to Beholder's Eye. My name is Alex, and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. The Great Isle is in a time of turmoil. Murat Hall raids the countryside. The Grand Abbot has called a conclave to regulate the use of magic. Emperor Simon of Crux and Queen Alanya of Thalmer, once enemies, are now betrothed. The zealous Red Hand terrorize all who oppose their doctrine. Only one group can make things more explosive. The magical miscreants are... Rosie Hanna Iron Cold Lee Green Roblox Black Bluebeard, aka Rosie. I'm a gnome artificer bard. Garen Kelso, High Elf Bladesinger. Mole Urzog, Orc Forge Cleric of Saint Allegius. Cal Thornbreach, Satyr Bard of Eloquence. All right, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? Well, last time, um, our marvelous team of investigators, obviously really skilled in it, are continued to question the head of the Brewers Guild, Polta, about Tom. Um, we learned uh, some pretty interesting things that her that she had indeed had a relationship with him, but it had been very uh, short and loveless, uh, just a relationship of convenience. Um, more than anything, at least according to her. Uh, we seem to believe her on it, though. Um, we also uh, learned the meaning of the the runes that we had found. Uh, Garen very helpfully figured that out. What was the translation on that, Garen? Sinful pig. Sinful pig. There we go. Perfect. Um, so we had found out that the translation had been sinful pig, and we think that maybe that would tie with something to do with his death. Um, but we did also learn more that he did start towards the end hanging out a lot at the Rand house. And we've decided to investigate there. And Mole doesn't feel very comfortable in there so has agreed to potentially be polymorphed to enter it um and we decided to walk there to that location and as with everything we've been leaving it going to another location so i think that's what happened last time yeah yeah that's that's pretty much it i mean i think the only thing that uh, you left out was the crucial interaction with clifton the guard um <laughs> And yes, <laughs> Clifton. Oh, um, yeah. And Cal uh, over committing to a bit and buying far, far too much wine. Yep. Yep. We, we haven't actually. Nothing. I just yes, said I was true. interested in business. So <laughs> I may need to change ideas. Still a contract. I may need to change ideas. I don't keep to any contracts. Come on. The only thing lore-wise you guys might want to uh, keep in mind, and it'll it'll come up here as well, but Clifton also talked about how he grew up in the Downs, uh, which is where you guys are heading, and he lets you know that he came up in what he called the fr Fighting Rings, um, and he said there were two ways out of that, either, you know, it's kind of a way a lot of people see out of the Downs as, um, you know, making enough money as a champion fighter to get out, or being picked up by one of the guilds or the Royal Guard um, because of their fighting prowess, so... Oops, just a little bit of lore there for you. You guys do, you guys are taking the walkway um, 
through town. You come up on the downs, and by that I mean you kind of go down to the downs. As you are walking there, you do notice the gradation of the road itself as you're, you're going lower and lower. The light doesn't quite reach the ground as much. The shadows grow longer, and you see these dilapidated buildings. Um, you also see the flow of the uh, river itself now, and one thing, as you get closer, you'll start to notice that there are some tall people standing near some boats on the uh, the river, next to the river itself. They're draped in um, dark cloth. You can't see their face at all. They're all about seven feet tall. It's very weird looking. And they all carry a staff that has some kind of magical orb generating from the top of it. Are they standing next to like boats in the water or? Like on the shore, like waiting for, and they just have one hand out. They're extremely long fingers. Just hold one hand out sort of toward the road as though saying, put a coin in my hand. Everybody's walking by as though this is completely normal. Are the hands withered or anything or do they look like flesh or? They look like flesh, though it looks almost gray in color sort of a, uh, like not like a deep gray it definitely looks like it it has some you know humanoid qualities to it um but almost colorless are these because they're seven feet are they like goliath size or are they like skinny and extremely skinny as far okay. as, well yeah i mean you would assume skinny because their robes are just dangling off of them think of it like a you know the um, third ghost in a Christmas Carol, Grim Reaper style. Okay, that's what I was imagining, but just want to make sure. Um, as far as the staffs or the orbs, I guess in particular, um, would it be anything like I've seen before, or or is there anything specific about check. them? Okay, uh, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Oh my lord. Okay, so um. As you look at that, you do uh, you know there's definitely some kind of magic to it. Um, what it actually does in the, the magic itself, you're not sure um, what it is specifically. Like you can't identify any kind of spell from it. Though the general gist you're getting with that high of a roll is that this is some kind of ward or protect protection spell. Okay, hmm. in our heads, I think we might need to get a hold of one of those staves. Oh, why? For when we take care of the Mesoking, or whatever we do with the Mesoking, I believe they are a ward or some some form of protection from it. Hmm, that is oh, that interesting. That would make sense. Um, to, you, to my knowledge, Alex, this is not mm-hmm. a thing that existed last time I was... Oh, no, this is. This is the, the ferrymen. These are okay. the people that can can okay. take people safely through um, through to the, protect them the, from the, the, water. from the waterways. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Hmm. Maybe, so uh, you, go on. So do you think it's like the orb itself keeps people safe? Or do you think like the whole, and she'll just kind of gesture, thing is part of it? This could be a ruse, I suppose. Could be the undead-like creatures that are warding off the Mezaki, but I am uncertain. Hmm. We'll have to try it out, I guess. Figure it out. Indeed. Do you know, Mole, are these things undead? Um, do I know that? Not to your knowledge, they're not to my knowledge, they are not. Hmm. I would imagine that would prove difficult <gasps> for certain clerics to abide by or paladins, given some of their theology, yes? Maybe mm. maybe they're like the metal people, only like made out of flesh. That is probably worse than undead, right? I mean, they could just be a construct of like bones or something. It sounds more like a horror. Indeed. I've seen worse. So, Mole, um, you would know that they are sanctioned by um, the sect of St. Archon, the Order of St. Archon. 
to not Archon. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh gosh, <laughs> Crowley? Yeah. No, 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 Crowley. Yeah. Okay, I was like Archon. They're the knowledge people. No, 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 no. Definitely not. No, 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 no. <laughs> they are. Yeah. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have felt bad about stealing that nuke then. Um, I do know that whatever these creations are, they've been officially sanctioned by the sect of St. Crowley. Oh, Um, well, it's all okay then. (laughs) That's the definition in this city, yes. (laughs) I wonder... Go ahead. I was just going to say, just just as a reminder, if something's sanctioned by St. Crowley, that also means it's sanctioned by the Emperor. Right. Wait, so Rosie found out that um, uh, Warforged are powered by souls, right? Yeah. Did she tell us? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know if that's ever been. I don't know if you guys have really had a Warforged conversation as a group. Yeah. Okay. I, I, didn't, I didn't think so, but I, I just. I mean, I she to that knew part, that. So. <laughs> yeah, she knew that because of going through the castle type thing. Right. Before, and then she read all the things about Warforged. So. Okay. Yeah, she hasn't really talked about it. Okay, I'll wait for it to come up. Garen's metagaming. <laughs> <laughs> Impressive for a character. Uh, well, I did see all of time and oh, everything true. that has ever happened, so... It just well, came to that's you. That's a convenient way to, uh, <laughs> to justify anything. <laughs> well, um, I think I may have glimpsed it when I saw all of time and space at once. Uh, yeah. It's, it's working in my subconscious, so. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, random history check in the future to see if you can just recall a random thing from anywhere. Uh, <laughs> I am probably one of the smartest people on the planet, so. Uh. <laughs> That's actually really fair. Yeah. It's probably 21. Oh, yeah. Then, yes. Yes. Definitely. (laughs) What's your wisdom? An eight? (laughs) Yeah. Or seven. I think it's a seven. (laughs) Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yep. Playing it perfectly. (laughs) That completely tracks. (laughs) I was like, you don't act smart. Oh, that's why. I, I think we continue on our way, right? Yeah. yeah. As we're yeah. as we're talking about this. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. While we're going, are there warforged down here? The the guards. Um, you see less and less frequency of that as you made your way through the the towns. Um, there's not and, really too many patrols that you see. And what about inquisitors? Um, yeah. Actually, as you guys are making your way through the street, you do notice everybody kind of you know it's it, like I. I um, I think I said last time, you know, there's a lot of people in the street, much more than you would find in some of the nicer areas. Um, you know, uh, Mole, you would know there's a lot of row housing here, so people don't actually like being inside because you're basically living with a whole bunch of other people all at once. Um, so people are a lot more on the street, but suddenly the sort of cacophonous sound of, of city life just sort of stops at one point, And you see three Inquisitors ride by on a horse through the middle of the town. Everybody just kind of keeps their head down, trying not to draw attention to themselves. And, and it's kind of like what a fish when a shark comes by they're all just kind of parting out of their way just kind of without a word exactly yeah cool very cool Rosie's having a hard time not like just shouting out and being like yo what's up so she's <laughs> you see like on her face this like mm, I want to talk but I'm not going to I was just thinking of Carson what fish has mockery then as well <laughs> I, mean, I can't bring you guys anywhere. <laughs> I'm being good. Trying. You guys are free to do whatever you want. <laughs> don't let know, little things bad. like inhibitions or anything else <laughs> get in your way. Consequences. Nah. Damn the consequences. 
Well, when you destroy the entire universe, you kind of feel pretty strong and capable of anything. Of course, I guess Rosie didn't do that. So. No, yeah. she wasn't there for that. And she's she already been destroyed an entire universe. Well, kind of merged them together. That's she, she sort of broke reality at one point. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, she, and she's like ridden a dragon. Rosie's, Rosie's done some stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <clears throat> Which also means that theoretically she kind of knows better. <laughs> <laughs> but she's always, you could always say that, um, you know, she's a, she, it's always turned out roses for Rosie. So maybe she uh, hasn't learned that's true <laughs> and, and rosie as well okay does have she, the most experience of hiding from inquisitors of any of us i think so you know that's fair and killing but yeah she will definitely like look at mole and be like have that like can i can i can i <laughs> and, and, and and when you're looking at mole you see like mole's face gets like even more stern like every time they go by like he seems pretty upset um so yeah he just yeah his mole scowl just deepens to... <laughs> yeah where yeah, he's, sc- where yeah. He has no eyes anymore they're just <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly brow furrow intensifies you know <laughs> Um, just, it's, yeah, it's, it's really face bad. just collapse into itself. <laughs> Imploding face. <laughs> yeah. Um, that sounds like an awesome yeah. spell. I want imploding face for my next spell. Can I get that? Oh my God. I would love that. That's, that's so up my alley. I love that. It's like you get a little black hole in your face and just like, you, you see somebody's face, like go down a drain of nothingness. Oh, if it's I like Arp's get... face from Preacher. <gasps> oh, if yes, get... yes. <laughs> If I ever get death touched somehow, that's what it's going to look like. Anyway. Okay, cool. I love it. Well, I'm happy to reflavor that. Okay. Finger of death. You guys, Sorry. Whatever. You guys are, uh, are making your way to the Rand House. Um, Rand House is uh, two stories. It's unlike a lot of the other buildings here. It's um, well taken care of. Like, you, you notice there's like a fresh coat of paint on it. Um, it it's painted completely white. Um, there seems to be like a little bit of some gardening done out front front in the small little patches of dirt that you could call, uh, you know, that, that actually have some soil to it. There's a porch to it, um, and you can hear some music coming from the inside. So it uh, it definitely stands out here as, as something that is sort of a, na- or, you know, just, it, it, it definitely stands out in this area. Um, as you, I'm assuming, well, what, do, what are you guys doing? You, you've arrived there, are you going to just go in? What are you doing? No. Did we polymorph sh- mold yet? Or no. no. Illusion or whatever? No, you, no, you need just, to go somewhere. Just do that on the street. <laughs> right, right as the inquisitors pass we just bam after they pass they're looking the other way that's right well, <laughs> if we're in the middle of the street i'm not willing so what, what, what's what's the check on that i'm not um, doing it yet I'm just you up. is there somewhere we could go alex um go ahead, alley. wait do you have uh anybody do you have like a passive perception oh a side alley yeah um oh, i have passive perception of 21 yeah you're fine <laughs> um yeah you, you find a side alley that it, you think is is definitely gonna keep you guys out of the line of sight of almost everybody out there filled with some trash and other debris that uh allows you to to go in there it's an enclosed alley which is sort of rare in this area but you do see that <laughs> and so you, you guys make your way to the alley. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I said, it, it's filled with trash. Between it's between two uh, row houses, so it seems that everybody just kind of dumps their trash and, and everything else directly into the alleyway um, between the two areas. So it's got a nice, nice fermented stench to it. Lovely. 
podcast final. Um, what do we? What did you agree to be turned into again, Sam? Um, we 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 had debated it. I had I had suggested a gorilla, I think, but that's not a good <laughs> suggestion. Um, very, very mind... subtle, just sudden gorilla, <laughs> giant, sudden us. giant ape appears. Um, so I I am since we're out of the view, and I know that you're doing it. I'm willing, so I don't think it specifies I have to know what it is for that to happen. So surprise and me. <laughs> just before I say exactly what you are, what are we trying to do again? So I don't make something that is funny but messes things up. <laughs> You're going in there to talk to them, like to do some reconnaissance, basically. Um, right. Figure out why he was at the Rand House or that sort of thing. Well, and the Rand House is like the epicenter of Red Hand around here. Yeah. yeah. So we're just trying to get a feel for what all they're doing, basically. My, my personal suggestion would be something that's capable of flight, because that seems pretty useful if I need to. <laughs> um, but, you know. We'll just go in think. with a falcon on our shoulder. It's great. <laughs> it's just my pet giant eagle. <laughs> it's, it's not the weirdest thing. A giant eagle, though? <laughs> like, like, Rosie's Can't walking get through the in. door? Ro- Rosie's no, got a mechanical one. elephant ballista on her shoulder. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's, you know, this is not... I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll turn you into but a that's robin. like a robin? A robin. Fly, or, or, good eyesight. Yeah. Tiny. <laughs> You can oh, turn you, into so a you can fly off and hide, like go through areas that we can't, sort of thing. That's, I was being smart with that one. I was going to go with German Shepherd initially, just my German Shepherd's just there. Like, <laughs> Animal, that one. <laughs> Robin's. <laughs> Robin's perfect. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so you now, you guys are in the uh, uh, the uh, trash-filled alley, and uh, you've lost a bishop and gained a Robin. <laughs> Well, that's a oh, good idea. That... Go ahead. Uh, in in our minds, because I assume this still works. I feel small. Actually, do you keep your mental stats? I think Usually, so. I thought it was just the body. That I changed. know with druid stuff you do. But I think no, this maybe one you not. Have... Actually, I may actually Uh-oh. just be a robin. Oh no! Let's look this up. Yeah, we might need to rethink what we actually do then. I, I retain I mean, alignment and personality. All mental stats go bye bye. Oh. Oh. I mean, Rosie's also proficient at, like, disguising people. <laughs> All you have to do is take off your vestments, really. Basically. Right? The armor stays just, on. <laughs> like I can also make just, like, a, a robe or something to cover your armor. Like, I've, I probably have cloth enough in my bag to just slap something together. How about quick. an Inquisitor cloak? <laughs> I, yeah, I do have one of those. <laughs> could go squirrel and when things go wrong i just launch you at them like a weapon <laughs> take a, point, a couple points of damage and then suddenly you're in their face because a squirrel would still run around or a ferret sort of thing that's trying to stay on me for example actually i'm the worst choice because you'd be running in and out of an illusion just go with a hamster and make him boo come on good choice as well yeah that's a good point yeah and, and a deep cut it took me a second i was like boo i initially thought of monsters inc Nope. I only roll. recognize it from the D&D uh, Match at the Gathering set because that's one of the cards. Same. I didn't know I it existed I until the I saw the card. Oh, you guys never played Baldur's lore. Gate back in the day? Nah. I tried to play the video game version and it sucks ass. Well, that's what I was talking about. It's really hard because it's second. I hate crap. it. I hate it. Um, anyway. No, all right. So what are we doing? Um, well, he's a Robin. Are we? Are we are, oh, yeah. You're a Robin. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You made me into one. Moving on. Okay. So do you stay with us or do you fly away? I I think so. Personality I wise, my personality and alignment. I think I'm inclined to stay with you guys. 
Of course, then the problem um, is you like, I mean, it's already done, but you're not going to retain anything then, right? Yeah, but Unless, I'm there. That's all yeah. that matters. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, right. I'll be the quiet one for an episode. I don't give a crap. <laughs> we Things go bad. We just party. have to kill the bird to get Sam back. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have one hit They're point, not going to hit so it. So it's yeah. fine. It'd be, yeah. I mean, that'd be a fun trick. Just at some point, if you want to in intimidate a, uh, somebody, Ryan, just grab the bird and snap its neck. It's cool. This conversation is going really bad. They grab the bird, launch it at the person's face, and just yeah. slam it in their face. It's like a free grapple check as he falls on them. Anyway, okay. um, yeah. <laughs> um, come here, little bird. Come, and she'll pat her shoulder. Uh, yeah, they'll they'll fly over there. So now um, I have an elephant and a uh, and a bird. Now I just look like the crazy on top one. Top of your head. So. <laughs> Should we go All in? Right. Time to party. Okay, you guys make your way into the. Um, <laughs> you, know, so you make your way into the Rand House, and um, as you go in, like I said, you hear some music, and it's an interesting mix inside the uh, the Rand House. You you do see that um, there is a bar open, um, but you you notice that everybody in there is. It doesn't have the same feel of rowdiness that the street even has in there. There seems to be some sort of orderliness to it, um, to, to some extent. And um, uh, you do see, you know, there are some people who are clearly there to drink, but they seem to be the minority, um, off to, you know, almost off to the side in some tables. And... Um, yeah, you see somebody playing a piano, uh, like a, a sort of stand-up piano, which um, I was going to say you guys haven't seen since Paragon, but I don't think anybody here was at Paragon, so never mind. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's basically, you see some stairs that lead up, up to what you're assuming are the brothel rooms. You see some women in there that may be women of the uh, the, the prostitute people profession, and um, but they also, <coughs> once again, seem to be a minority within this. You do see one large turtle who seems to be holding court around one table. Um, she's leaning on a staff, and that's basically it. That's the leader lady, right? Morla. Morla. Uh, real quick, what is uh, Robin's stats? Like, intelligence? Oh, um, its intelligence is two. Ah, okay. Yeah, I can't, can't, can't understand or speak. Yeah. Like, like, I, yeah, that, that's, I'm actually furiously Googling that right now, so I know the answer next time. What's the base level of animal that has a high enough intelligence that I can actually know what's going on? Yeah, so. you need a three, because we can't even communicate with you telepathically, so. No, 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 I, I, I am so dumb, it doesn't work. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> uh, all right. I'm walking into the bar. What was that? Robin may not have been a good choice. <laughs> I'm looking around as we're walking in to see if I can spot any like noticeable guards or uh, anybody who may be armed or look like they're on the watch. Oh, okay. Um, what is your? Uh, well, go ahead and give me a. Um, go ahead and give me a perception roll real quick. Okay. Um, I'd probably also be doing twelve. The same. That's it. Okay, yeah, go, go ahead, give me another perception roll. Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, so Rosie's just too they're... short. <laughs> I'm, I'm just standing in your way, you're just trying to look round and I'm just walking left and right around. Cal. Um 
Uh, so yeah, you, uh, you guys are looking around, and you notice there is a, um, a there's, there's a lizard man standing there who seems like he may be something of uh, a guard. He's kind of close to uh, Morla, and then also you see a Tabaxi there as well, who seems to be walking around the bar, but not in a way as like a patron. He seems to be there, like eyeing the actual patrons of the bar itself. So that was a lizard person and a tabaxi? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a person who's are the total, the tabaxi's walking around. There, yes. There are a few other people in there as well who you can tell by their, their uh, uh, the way that they're kind of dressed simply, that they're probably followers of the Red Hand, or at least of Morla here, and they've got like some maces and things. So you think, well, okay, this might, you know, kind of crude maces, crude clubs, but you think these might be the, they're not actively guarding the area, but you can see them as a possible threat. Um, Okay. Just for clarification. Oh, shoot, I can't. Well, I saw other two. Maybe they remember. <laughs> the Red Hand, are they mostly they're not magic users in the sense of how Crux defines it, but are they magic users? How we define it? I, I wouldn't know anything, really. I've not encountered the Red Hand. I'm relatively new to this area. Fine. Well, I have. I've killed I... a few, but I don't remember. I think I... Um, I think some of them were, but that was... I think it was more the Inquisitors that I was concerned about, personally. They use magic, and they're really mean about it. Hmm. So, Garen, um, you would know that they're within their, like, profit class of, you know, they have a prophet that, they're, you know, basically was like their ministers. Um, they seem to have some magic, but they don't seem, you know, they're, they're kind of openly against magic themselves, too. Okay, um, like even divine for- stuff. Right, because they don't see it as 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 divine. Though Correct. when a prophet, when other prophet does it, then you know obviously Theos chose them and it's okay. But if other people who aren't their prophets do it, then that's bad. <laughs> okay, all right. I'll just quickly recap that to them as I remember it. Why don't you answer your own questions, there, Garen? Well, you know, I have to think things through a lot. I forget, because I, I know so much that I have to kind of recycle until it, the information comes to the forefront of my mind. That's fair. Also, he's, if uh, I'm sure you guys don't remember, but he's been nursing his endless mug uh, canonically on the entire walk here, so he may be That's a little true, drunk. Yeah. Not the baby. And I am always a little drunk. <laughs> and, and, and quick clarification, actually, the stat sheet I was looking at was not an official stat sheet for a uh, for for a, a polymorphed. Ramen. Yeah. So so there's just the bird from the book, which is the okay. only one. There isn't like a tiny bird in there, and the lowest on any of the birds is three intelligence. So <gasps> it couldn't possibly be lower than three. Nice. Oh. Yeah. So you. Well, then you're the one that relayed that information. Okay. Okay. Um... I, I'm not I'm not smart enough to figure stuff out, but I can understand human speech because I do still retain that stat. So if you're speaking a language that I can understand, I can understand it still. Okay. Well, I'm thinking because under with Rary's telepathic bond, you can uh, well, make sure you can understand definitely. But I I can communicate just at the level that an intelligence of three would allow me to communicate. Simple words. Okay. Yeah. 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 I can't communicate feelings much, and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. But I can communicate. All right, cool. Well, out loud, I'm going to say, well, I'm thirsty. Indeed. Let's go see what they have. Yeah, walk up to the bar. All right, you make your way up to the bar. You see a human there, um, and he says, welcome. May the light of Theos be on you both. What can I get for you today? And also on you. <laughs> yeah. What, the, what is your specialty? <laughs> um... 
I the the sorry. Um, yeah, our specialty. Uh, we've got some ale for you here. Um, you know, it's basic. It, it will get its job done, though. Um, of course. Are, this is, is, I don't I don't recognize either one of you. Is this your first time in our meeting house? Yes, we thought this place was uh, like a, a place to go to, but it seems kind of dead. Oh, it, it's not dead. It's it's more alive than it's ever been. Um, it may not be rowdy, but it's filled with souls that are alive now, as opposed to those who drink and convert, for they are truly dead inside. That being you said, got that right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like exactly the place for Garen. We do have some ale for you, and if it is your first time, the three of you, and I don't know if your little birdie or your little elephant like to have a sip as well, but uh, you are welcome to. Uh, the first round is on the Rand House itself. Oh, that's really nice of you. All are welcome um, here. These, um, I don't know that my bird really likes ale, but um, the elephant is just kind of like a decoration. Um, mm, it's pretty. Thanks. Um, um, the bird gives you the distinct impression it likes ale. Okay. <laughs> like, pops up and down. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, retains personality, mole likes ale, is bird. I don't know how that works, but does like, <laughs> like the bird thing that always dips into the water, right? Just like, yep. Yeah, the bird does indeed like ale. <laughs> Like when you say, I don't know if my bird likes ale, you, the bird just starts like vibrating vigorously. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It was whiskey the bird didn't like. That's right. Come on, Mo. Or no, I won't, I won't use his name. Um, We'll just reverse it. Come on, Mom. I like it. Slom the Robin. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I'll just, uh, I'll put you on like the edge of the mug so that you can like get down in there. <laughs> Bird starts uh, flying all into <laughs> the walls and yeah, yeah. What's what's a bird's constitution? Not not, not much. Uh, it turns out uh, um, eight. That's pretty good actually. Yeah, for a bird. one. Yeah, for a bird. Yeah, yeah that's not bad at all. That's, yeah, that's, that's like average, average person. Yeah, that's yeah, average the, person. Really, the only the only bad stats on a bird are intelligence and strength. Uh, Dex plus two, uh, con minus one, um, intelligence, no, uh, <laughs> wisdom plus one, a uh, charisma minus Pristine. two. So, Ooh, you know, wow. yeah. So there are birds right. that are more wise than, uh, Garen out there. <laughs> All birds. All birds are more wise than Garen. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm still more wise than Garen. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, um, okay. So, like, I know that um, the Red Hand are, like, or y'all are trying to, like, save us from uh, depravity and stuff like that. But, like, what was with all the walking through the streets last night? Or two nights ago? Oh, that, uh, that was something of a, a shameful time um, oh. for us. Um, there were a few led by Midnight, and he kind of uses his head and, and, and points at the tabaxi that you see over there. Um, mm -hmm. He said, uh, you know, understandably, a lot of people were upset with the Mezzikin problem. Um, the fact that we are so restricted by gold here that mm -hmm. uh, we cannot make our way to the upper parts of town. Um, commerce isn't flowing freely. And just we're, we're not being paid attention to. Um, there is some talk of the Mezzikin taking people from the banks of the, of the river itself now, not just those in the river. And, oh my goodness. And um, 
Uh, though I disapprove of the tactics, I understand the, the frustration. Luckily, Prophet Morla was there to calm everyone and, and lead them back to the way of Theos. Oh, that is good. She sounds like a good person. Oh, she's a very good person. She's she's a true follower of Theos in a way that I have I have never seen before. I, I've mainly lived under the oppressive foot of the church, and it's uh, it, it, it's very authoritarian rule over our lives it has been nothing more than almost heretical. And what's your name? My name is Tyr. Let me say that again because I hit my mic. My name is Tyr. Like well, like what comes out of your eyes? Um, no, um, well, it sounds like that, yes. Uh, T-Y-R. Hmm. Um, and, and my last name, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say this to you guys, uh, really more meta, so you can have it here, is Dundermelon. <laughs> because I created him very late one night. <clears throat> Love it. All right, um. What about these Inquisitors? I, it was my understanding that they were not allowed here. They were not for a long time, and, and many believe this has to do with the rift between the uh, heretical church and um, the uh, the emperor, who, while not somebody that we necessarily approve of all of his tactics, um, he at least is an enemy of our enemy. But I thought the empire controlled the inquisitors. They do to an extent, um, I think officially, yes, but uh, really they, they come out of Blackwick and uh, they do report to the, the king out there. So it, it's up for debate and it's a sign maybe that the emperor is losing its power, which is, is one reason that, um, you know, it's so crucial for those of us here in the Downs and, and throughout all of Crux to really unite behind Theos strongly because when the kingdom can't, when the kingdom's collapsing as it is here and we're run by a heretical church, the light of Theos needs to shine somehow. Indeed. Is this king of Blackwick, is it an opposing kingdom? Is it part you of would, the empire? You, you would know this. Yeah. Oh, they I are like, part of the empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They, they, they are part, they're part of the part empire. Of okay. Yeah. Pinewall and Blackwick are the are other the two kingdoms. Two outermost. Yeah. Okay. Did we, so Pine we were only in Pinewall, right? Rosie and the crew. Yeah. We never made it to Blackwick. We were trying oh, to. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You never. Yeah. So you guys, yeah, it was Pinewall. Basically, you think of it three sections. You go from the uh, Pleiades, you go through Pinewall, then through Blackwick, and then you hit Crux, which is the outermost one. Okay. The most uh, eastern. <clears throat> okay. Then I guess I don't ask that. But, um, well, I'm glad you clarified for lore's sake and everyone else, Something too. Something I feel like I was saying is also that against the church, but for the religion and not a fan of the emperor or the inquisitors. Is that right? Or did I miss here? Sorry. They're, they seem to be... Um, uh, tenuous partners with the emperor, or at least if if it's a choice between the emperor and the the church, they're going to side with the emperor, but they don't necessarily like the emperor. What are your thoughts on the red hand over in Thalomir? Right, yeah, right, Thalomir. Thalomir, um, yeah, um, Thalomir. <laughs> they seem to be more on the side of your midnight over there rather than this Morla. Really? That's that's not what I hear. I, I hear that um, there's a great prophet over there named Elal who was struck down by a demon that had burned a whole city down. And in one-to-one -one combat, Elal was struck down by one of these demons. Um, we believe it, it was the uh, one of the uh, prostitute people demons of the, 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 the great devil who was burning the town. And it was said that uh, she struck him down. And then he rose again, is what we hear many days later, and has actually 
actually liberated a number of cities. Um, Ephawir, we hear, is just a an absolute paradise at this point, completely under the, the rule of the Red Hand, a peaceful utopia, as we understand it. And we, we hope for one day Crux to look exactly the same as Ephawir. And we can only pray that Elal makes his way through through the pass and uh, is able to, to bring about true peace and, and the love of Theos throughout the entire land. So is your hierarchy. Is this a law higher than Morla? Well, Morla is just a prophet. Um, she's never returned from the dead. It, it, it I mean, you know, I, I know a lot of people can return from the dead with the use of the the demonic church, but that a law was raised by himself. He rose, he raised himself from the dead. That that's that's impressive. Only only someone who's a true avatar of Theos could do that. Um, he has to be divinely influenced in some way. Just what if he was not necessarily brought back by divinity, but more demonic, and he's being used as a weapon by the thing that killed him down in the first place? There are those who say that, but but we know their stories are, are lacking in truth. That is just not the way that Theos works. Um, and we have it from good authority, those within, yeah, within the Red Hand community. I mean, really, it's hard to trust anyone outside of our, 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 our church. Um, you know, there's so much deception and so much evil out there, and we know that um, a a lot of the messaging that comes out that lets us know or that, that says that Elal is bad or that the Red Hand are destroying people come from Queen Elania. And, uh, you know, she's the one who let demons run wild throughout Thaelmer. And it's only under Elal's guidance and, and that of the Red Hand that uh, order is being restored. And, and we're seeing Theos' glory finally um, returning to the Great Isle. They're not supposed to know we're from Thalmer, right? And Rosie would know this? They'd have no idea you guys are, yeah. <laughs> that is very interesting. That's an interesting viewpoint. Only using one side of facts for an entire view, but they're each to their own. <laughs> We well, we've we've been deceived so often that it's really best to trust those who we know are trustworthy. That makes sense. How do you know who's trustworthy? Well, no one who proclaims the red hand um, and uh, the red hand of Theos and, and follows the, the teachings of the Decalogos, if they are a true follower of Theos, would be deceitful. That's anyone who who claims to be a true follower of Theos and then is deceitful is not really a true follower of Theos, are they? That that the bird. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, getting agitated bird, on the side of bird, the <laughs> bird cocks head and goes in, in, in mind decalogos you, you know the decalogos it's the um you guys actually found a copy of it not nobody here did but um the the crucian not the crucian crew she's the chaos quartet did uh, actually find a copy of it it's the collection of all of the writings of the 10 saints for the 10 different orders um and it's kind of like their charter or oh, their the, it's yes. their their individual mythology you guys okay. found it uh, like one of the books a long time ago okay uh, we never I, I really explored it at Pre-Garen? Was Garen at, was Garen at, Garen wasn't at Paragon, was he? No, no. No. No, no was not. Paragon, no, we that, found that it at Paragon? Yeah. Yeah, you found yeah. it in Elal's room along with like a picture yeah. of his, his Elal's wife and kid. Yeah, it's it's one of the things that Zalaria picked up. We never read it. She never no. gave it to anyone. <laughs> no. That's, that's why my brain was like, I don't know. Zalara uh, totally does not remember that she has that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you you never, I don't think Zalara even mentioned it. Um, So none of us would know. Okay. So we don't know what a Decalogos is. <laughs> Mole would though. Mole, Mole would uh, like, just because he's part of the church. It's like it's right. It's like a, a document that they use okay. in the okay. church, sort of. Understandably, it, Bird Mole was confused. Easy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he dumb. He dumb. <clears throat> okay. Well, it sounds really nice to know who to trust, because it's confusing out there. Yes, it is. And, and when you come to a community like this where you see love, you know, this was such a place of iniquity before Prophet Morla came along and really turned everything around. Now, because we are red hand and we believe in freedom, obviously we're going to let those who need to work here for their living, the the prosta people who, who need to do that and don't want to join us, um, they're, they're free to operate as they, they see fit. This was their home before. And with the openness and, and the love that Theos has shown through the red hand, who are we to tell them no? Because we know that just by being loving, they'll see the truth. They'll see the light. So you're just completely open to freedom of all kinds here. You don't judge people we, or restrict their abilities or actions in any way, shape or form. No, no, of course not. No, this is all, uh, we, we are about the freedom and love that Theos brings everyone. Rosie just looks at, <laughs> at Osborne and is like, are, are, are you saying what I think you're saying? It's kind of like what she's thinking in her head, but not saying out loud. The place is a bit dirty. I might just initially clean it up a little bit just to show, show well, some it, it, But here's the thing. It's not dirty. That's the one of the distinct things about this. This is an absurdly clean place for, especially for the Downs. Damn it, Alex. I was trying I'm to, sorry. That was a small power I could do without being aggressive to anyone. <laughs> well, it's the magic that's the problem. <laughs> Yeah, because they they also Doesn't don't allow magic, right? Yeah, like right. We know this as a group because that's part of the issue. Yeah, I mean, we said earlier, didn't they? That they don't like magic unless it's coming from a prophet. But they're just saying they allow any form of magic, uh, any actions and abilities without judgment. So. Well, he yeah. was just saying prostitute people. He wasn't saying any actions. Well, but you well, said no, that. I said that specifically, and he said yes. That's why I'm tempted to do magic. You didn't say magic specifically. You just said yeah. you I just say magic. I just said abilities and everything, and magic is an ability. But what they say <laughs> and what they believe is... Eh. <laughs> it, it's Cal's thing to push the, the, push, <laughs> push the button. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we always have magical nukes to fall back on, so... Yeah, he's probably what that thing does still... <laughs> <laughs> well, this all sounds really neat. Um, is there like information? Like, do you have a pamphlet or a book or a, a I don't know, a hymnal? <laughs> Well, um, you know, uh, there's not a lot of literacy down here in the Downs. Um, oh. So, you know, most of sure. this comes from, it, it, obviously, if, if you would like, uh, we do have a reading room upstairs where you can read our, our if, if you are literate, um, mm -hmm. we do have a copy of the deck of logos up there, but um, obviously we do mm. have a, uh, you know, someone stationed to make sure no one takes it. Um, sure. You know, it's obviously pretty precious to us. So that's not, that's not a matter of judgment, not a matter of judgment. Um, on you individually we just have to protect um seems rather restricted <laughs> information there <laughs> well I, I can see how you would think that but we do need to protect uh, you know, our items especially if they only have one copy yeah may we so look at this i am quite intrigued by your deca logos Yes, yeah, of course, of course. You're free, free to use that. Um, you know, uh, we just asked that maybe you speak with the, the prophet uh, Morla very you know, quickly. I, I think she's almost done with one of her little talks. And if you would speak with her first to make sure, you know, it is technically her book. Um, you know, so we want to make sure that she knows who's interacting with it. And, and uh, <laughs> just so she gets a chance to speak with you and, and meet you. And so she's comfortable with you, you know. Um, I think you'll, you'll love meeting with her. She's, she's such a lovely, lovely person. Sure, she's giving a the sermon right now? Well, sermons are, are more what they do in, in the church. This is really more of a... Uh 
more more of a, a lecture. Um, you know, we're we're educating people. We're not uh, telling them what to do. We're we're educating them on proper living and uh, living closely with Theos in, in a way that's going to benefit everyone the most. Just like any other form of education, the more you know, the closer you can be to the truth. That's an interesting twist on preaching. Hey, wasn't those um. <laughs> Uh, uh, those those one people at the library, they, they they were kind of after that too, weren't they? I can't remember the name of them. The Archons? Yeah. Yeah, they love knowledge. They're all into knowing things, so... Well, St. Archon is so corrupted by all the undue influence of, you know, they collect demonic things from out there in the world and they put them all at one place. It, it's hard to say what's knowledge that's true and from Theos and, and what's deceptive and from demons and other evils. I have heard evils. they like to hide things away so that others can't see them. Yes, yes. And I'm not, we I'm not a fan of that, personally. We would never hide anything away, uh, ever, you know. We, we want it to be open. Except for the book that's restricted and you have to get permission to see. Well, that's not restricted. You're free to see that. We're not hiding it. We let you know where it is. We just have to have protections around it. Well, I'm very interested in learning more. Let me let me pop over and hear this, the rest of this lecture. And I down the beer in one gulp and just kind of walk on over. And Thank as we make much. our way... You're very welcome. And as we make our way to a new location within the same location, <laughs> we will call the episode... <laughs> thank you all for listening to beholder's eye volume 2 episode 8 csi crux lom the robin we hope you all have enjoyed this exploration of crux via murder mystery it's a lot of fun to record don't forget to give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts that helps us out greatly Follow us on Mastodon at Beholder's Eye at Mastodon.party. You can follow Cam who plays Rosie at Metzgirl at Dice.camp. Sam who plays Mole at Samslot007 at Mastodon.party. Ryan who plays Cal, Osborne, and Wicker at DuffDuffTheThird on Twitter. Ben who plays Garen at Miro4D2 also on Twitter. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing by Sam Canary. Music from filmmusic.io Magic Tavern, Floating Cities, Curse of the Scarab, and our story begins all by Kevin McLeod. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 Licenses. CreativeCommons.com slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0